Welcome to the Ike Packers Podcast. Go Pack Go. Oh man, I'm melting because of Pack Choke to the Falcons. Go Pack Go. Make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen. Please leave a five-star review if you enjoyed the show. We're IKE underscore Packers on Twitter. Welcome back to another episode of the Ike Packers Podcast. We're diving into the Falcons game. What happened? What went wrong in Atlanta? The Packers left more to be desired. Did they choke? We'll get into that. Also talking around the NFL and giving away a Jordan Love jersey. We have a great show. Let's get into it. Thank you for tuning in. Welcome back to another episode of the Ike Packers Podcast. My name is Alex Eichstead. I'm your host and Packers fans. It is now one and one. The season has officially begun. We're in the midst of it. The Packers fell to the Atlanta Falcons 25-24. That's the score on the scoreboard. This game was everything but a Falcons victory, almost like a Packers loss. So we have a ton to talk about today. We're going to get into game recap. We're going to be the announcing the winner of our Jordan Love contest Stay tuned for that at some point in this episode. We're going to be hitting our favorite leaders and dogs, good pack, bad pack, and around the NFL segments as well. So I'm joined today by my co-host, KJ. KJ, welcome into the show. How are you doing? Packers fans, I'm doing great, but in terms of Packers, how am I doing? I'm pretty frustrated because the pack had went on a silver platter and they did everything they could to just shoot themselves in the foot time and time again on the field, off the field, and basically wrap up a big present in the form of a win and give it right to the Atlanta Falcons like it was their birthday or Christmas. I mean, Desmond Ritter beat the Packers. Desmond Ritter. If that doesn't irritate you, you know, I don't know what will. I think the whole reason I'm super upset um, and frustrated is because this is such a winnable game and I've been calling it for weeks. This is a trap game. This is a trap game. This is a trap game. You are not going to want to wait to hear what I have to say about some of the Packers players, most notably David Bakhtiari. We'll be getting to that in a little bit, but man, I mean, first of all, Pack should have won. We're going to break everything down. We're going to be giving away Jordan Love Jersey. It's going to be epic. Thanks so much for joining us. Packers fans from over hundred plus countries. Let's have a great show. Thanks for having me out. Yep, we know there's a lot of new listeners coming in this season. We want to thank everyone who is spreading the good word in the community. 75,000 plus strong on Ike Packers on Twitter. Make sure you're there for live tweeting. That is absolutely a testament to the great Packers nation. Cage, what were you going to say? Yeah, I was, I was going to say real quick, because we have so many new listeners coming in, I think it's a great time to just give like a 10 second synopsis of like, what is Ike? What is the Ike Packers podcast? What is this community? Well, long story short, Packers fans, This is pure sports without the politics, and it's a place you can come where any take is welcome. If you love the Packers, you are welcome here. Even if you dislike the Packers, you're also welcome here. Uh, You know, passionate, independent, no parent companies telling us what we can and can't say. Uh, This is 100%, you know, run boots on the ground um, independently, and we just strive every day to give you guys the best coverage the best independent coverage, the best unbiased coverage. A lot of these publications these days, they don't want to keep it real um, because they are afraid of losing access, quote unquote. And that's just how the game works. But, you know, we don't really we're not really beholden to that. So it's really just to sum it up, a great community where everybody's welcome. We've got over 100 plus countries in this community, thousands and thousands of Packers fans. And guess what? Packers fans in this community are pretty knowledgeable. They're very passionate. They're very smart. And it just keeps growing and growing and growing. And I encourage everybody to just keep connecting with another Packers fan. But that's kind of what we're, we're into here. So, and, and, so we're and, happy you're along for the ride. And we absolutely love running polls off of Ike Packers on X. It is, you know, absolutely goldmine in terms of what the fans are thinking. They are always surprising you in how Cage you know, more level-headed than not. They're on the right page. We put out a couple polls we'll get to later in the show. Regarding that, man, you talked about David Bakhtiari. But more than anything, we just kind of have to start with the overall general game, right? Packers come out again, look pretty strong. It's a back-and-forth battle in the first half. Jordan Love looks good again. He's without Christian Watson, without David Bakhtiari, without Aaron Jones, yet things seem okay. And then in the third quarter, 
you know, Packers really pull ahead, Cage, 24 to 12. It looks like it's over and the wheels fall off. The Falcons come all the way back and win by one point. I'm feeling absolutely, you know, yeah, disgusted. Uh, What I'm seeing out of, you know, the closing game from our coaching staff, right? Have to bring that home for your new quarterback. I understand mistakes were made, but come on. The Falcons, you said it. Desmond Ritter. I'm watching an L in the fourth quarter to Desmond Ritter. That is no way to have that second game. This is a season now, Cage. What were you going to, you know, what was your general take as I broke down the sequence of the game and how it fell apart? Man, it's like, you know, Packers just didn't act like they really wanted to win this game. I mean, first off, like pre game time, right? It's almost like when you're growing up and you had like a, a game, whether it be a basketball game, a soccer game, a football game or something, baseball game, whatever it might have been. And like half the team decides to go on vacation that week or half the team just decides to like, oh, it's too far. So we're not going to make the trip for that game. And it's almost like that's what this week seemed like for the Packers players. The only difference between, you know, maybe a family who didn't want to, you know, drive uh, to or fly to a different state or something or, or something like that. Well, it wasn't too far for Packers fans. We knew some it, people who made the trek. It wasn't too far, man. But but the Packers players are making millions of dollars. A guy like David Bakhtiari is making 20 plus million. He owes it to his teammates to be out on the field. He played week one. He made a big tissy. David Bakhtiari has made more tweets than probably snaps he's played this year. And that's embarrassing. And, you know, the guy like. Man, I mean, how much is he really in? You're making this much money. You're kind of actively sitting yourself out, which in a vacuum might be different. You know, that's almost like going back to Simone Biles type thing where she took herself out of competition in an individual sport. But this is a team sport. This is something where if Jordan Love doesn't get his blind pro- blindside protected, he could sustain a serious injury and put the Packers back in the dark ages. So it's like, what is the deal with David Bakhtiari? You know, the guy's clearly healthy enough to play. He's clearly got a great contract. He claims he's for the Packers, man. It's just like I've pretty much seen all I've seen, all I need to see with this guy. You can't really win with guys half in or half out on your team. Like, is this guy maybe going to be traded halfway through the year? Is he going to get a wake-up call from some of the backlash? He's on the block. Is he going to get a wake-up call from some of the backlash and then commit, recommit to the Packers from here on out? I think that's his only way forward. Because the Packers are in a tough spot, man. If we cut this guy, we get like $40 million dead cap next year. Even though if you're actively choosing to sit out games, it's like, what are you even good for? <laughs> I love Packers fans Casey, going for it. Ridiculous man. And, and I'm sick of it. I just got to set the context. I got to set the context. The reason why KJ is so upset at David Bakhtiari is you know coming up to the game you hear it may be because the Atlanta Falcons have turf. They don't play on grass. And so many of his tweets throughout the offseason have been about this controversy of the NFL not having grass fields. For, you know, the players and thus in Bakhtiari's eyes causing knee injuries. He's probably looking, you know, right at the NFL with his knee injury. But Cage, it it wouldn't have been so bad, right, that he chose to not play if it wasn't for the fact in the first 10, 15 minutes of the game. There were multiple plays on the left side, the left tackle blown. Why, you know, didn't even block a guy for Jordan Love. And it was it was just kind of. Where is our left tackle? You found yourself asking, you know, some days you can get rid of, you know, you can kind of duck out <laughs> at work, work, right, Cage? Yeah. Right, you're at work some days, <laughs> you know, no. you're just, you're no. just chilling. But some days the, the boss comes looking for your name and you better be there. And Bro, the boss came looking for and David Bakhtiari nobody. was gone. Nobody. Yeah. Nobody with, with a normal life oh. can do what David Bakhtiari is doing. Packers fans, if you were at your job and you told your boss, you know what, man, it's sunny out today. So I don't feel like coming to work. Or you know what? It's it's snowing today in Wisconsin. I don't feel like coming to work. Your you know what would be on the chopping block so quickly. <laughs> and guess what? You'd tell your parents something like that. You'd tell your your friends something like that. And you'd mention the fact you got canned. They look at you like, why'd you get fired? It's like, well, because I actively didn't want to show up to work when they're paying me to. It's like, I don't know what to say, man. Pakistan's in Wisconsin, you, you get in the car and you drive. Bro. 
everywhere on planet Earth you do that, okay? Like maybe with a few exceptions. You're talking about Africa. You're talking about the Middle East. You're talking about Southeast Asia, Latin America. You got to work in order to get paid and sustain your family. And David Bakhtari is so blessed to have gotten this great contract. He's leaving his teammates out the drive, man. And it's like, what does this even say about Matt LaFleur <laughs> for allowing this to go on? Packers fans, hey. like, like what if you what if your your best teammate, what if your best your your wingman, what if you're Maverick and your goose and Mavericks go what if your ice man in the fire fight in the dog fight in the end of the first top gun and he's like his wing turns out to be cage? His wingman got blown up, and they're like, yo, we got to get Maverick there ASAP. Maverick's going supersonic, like, launch Maverick. Maverick's supersonic, sir. Maverick's flying to the battlefield. He's like three minutes away while Goose is trying to fend off, or excuse me, uh, Iceman's trying to fend off like six MiGs at once. What if Mav literally said, see ya? (laughs) I don't feel like it. Well, then Iceman would be in the ocean just like Goose and man, I mean, it's it's unfathomable just like the <laughs> hanging your wingman out to dry. It's one thing if it's like a if it's like maybe like a wide receiver six in a quarterback, or maybe like an outside linebacker sitting out in a quarterback. Those aren't really related as well. But the left tackle in the cornerback, or excuse me, the quarterback, that relationship, man, is like a relationship of brothers. That relationship is like a relationship of wingmen, and it's just. You definitely know. What the heck is going on with David Bakhtari? Why is Matt LaFleur allowing this type of culture to fester, man? I've said it before. His greatest weakness is his exactly that. He's freaking weak. The guy is an amazing developer. He's a great coordinator. You know, he's gotten some some magic out of Jordan Love. But when has Matt LaFleur proven to be a great coach? Honestly, he gets destroyed in the playoffs. You know, he, 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 he lost the Atlanta Falcons. Like, I mean, all the time these losses are happening for the Packers and Aaron Rodgers mask them, which, you know, hey, get well soon, Aaron Rodgers. That happened since our last pod. Wish him well. But it's like, man, I think my, my frustration is just the underachieving here and just the consistent shooting yourself in the foot. Like the Packers lost that game. I don't think Atlanta won it. What about you, Al? Any, any thoughts on what I just said? One point. It's the difference. That's what it means. That's what it means when you're resting guys versus not one point loss. There's moments in that game where we could nitpick. Hey, the receivers, you know, hey, the offensive line, hey, the running backs, which we we need to spend a little bit time of A.J. Dillon. I've given this guy, you know, the benefit of the doubt sometimes because he's a nice guy. But bottom line, his feet are as bad as they get. He's on the dance floor stomping, tripping over himself. He can't even get to the line of scrimmage without falling down on a crucial third and one. I can't believe it. That How do you not evaluate that? That's one thing I just can't understand. Goot's oh first draft, DeGuara, the guy gets the ball out in the wide. He can get a one-yard you know, gain. I'm watching other players uh-huh. around the league make men miss, Cage. And, and so... I think, you know, A.J. Dillon, nice guy, but hey, the ride, the ride has come to an end. It might be time to call Jonathan Taylor, ship off David Bakhtiari, A.J. Dillon, and a third or fourth round pick. Does that get it done? That might be the one. Let us know what you think about that, Packers fans. But getting back to your point, man, it's just... There was underachieving out there. I saw one man yeah. overachieve. I saw several overachieve. We'll get to that in our other segments. But Jordan Love, right? He has kind of proven he ain't the problem. He ain't the problem. No, like, he's, he's the exception, man. He's he, looking he's... pretty good. He's looking very Aaron Rodgers-esque at a young age. Like, he's six touchdowns, zero interceptions on the season so far, Packers leads fans. Leads the league in quarterback lead, rating. Lead the, leads the league in quarterback rating. This man has answered the call, and so it's surprising and disappointing to me when players like A.J. Dillon, David Bartiari, you know, drop the ball, Cage. Uh, It's just like, I mean, A.J. Dillon, you know, it's disappointing because he is a super nice guy. You know, I got to meet him last year. He is a very nice guy. And it's just you really want that guy to succeed with all he does for Door County, all he does for the community. But, like, Power back, third and one, you have <laughs> one job. And it's just unfortunate, man. Like, That's like you the said, test. A one That's point the test. Loss, a one-point loss. 
you've got to look in the mirror. Like, could I have maybe accounted for a point? You know, could my actions or inactions have maybe been that difference? Well, David Bakhtiari, yes, sir. Uh, AJ Dillon, yes, sir. I mean, even some plays by Jordan Love, it didn't help that his, you know, half his line wasn't there. His entire blind side was exposed. Um, I mean, besides the blind side, Jordan Love's top two receivers were Dontavian Wicks, 40 yards, a touchdown. Shout out to Dontavian. Knew that man had some baller in him. Jaden Reed, four receptions, 37 yards, two touchdowns. Lots of balling in Jaden Reed as well, Cage. Two rookies. He's missing Christian Watson for the first two games. That's why the Packers offense has 151 yards receiving. How much longer... (laughs) Like, like this would be top news if Rodgers went out with it, with players like this. Like Aaron Jones was out as well. There was, there was I mean, it's, not it's like much for where Love out there. Are Jordan Love's teammates like? Do they even give a you know what about supporting this guy? You know, it's like it's like little bros out there in a street fight, <laughs> and you're just chilling watching. Like, like. Like, walking the fight. It's like two like, neighborhoods are fighting against two neighborhoods are clashing, and you no, let like, little bro like, go out there. It's like Peaky Blinders. It's like Peaky Blinders, and and you know your squad's going up against their squad, and all of a sudden your squad hightails it. Like you have like one, you have like one guy next to you, and his name happens to be Romeo Gobbs. You know, AJ it, it, Dillon. It's it's like Matt LaFleur is like the like the kid. You know, he's dressed really nice or whatever. He's there, but he's like, he's not going to do much good for you. Um, but you but know, yeah, man, it's it's like the that's what's shocking to me. Like Christian Watson, we saw him racing, sprinting Simone Biles in the off season. We we said that that was not maybe the best thing for him to do, and now he's missing time with hammy injuries. Aaron Jones is missing time. David Bakhtiari is missing time. All these Packers missing time is kind of grinding my gears because you know how long the offseason was. We just Packers started. Fans. Hold on. You know how long the offseason was? Like, it was long. You know, week after week after week of episodes where we didn't have fresh sports content to chew on. We didn't have brand new games to dissect. You know, we didn't have an NFL draft every single week. That only happened once. But it's like, they can't get, they have one job. You know, you have like eight months to get ready for this and you can't do it. It's just like, you're being irresponsible, man. Whether it's Bakhtiari, whether it's Christian Watson, like you got to be on the field. You got to be accountable and available. Just like uh former Wisconsin and pro bowl linebacker, in NFL Joe Schobert said in the NFL combine interviews, they were hammering. You got to be accountable and you got to be available. Well, David Bakhtiari is not accountable He's certainly not available. Christian Watson isn't available. You know, he's not very accountable so far. Aaron Jones is certainly accountable. He just has only been available one week. You know, we missed him. It's just ridiculous, man. Like, get these guys on the field. Like, do we need to get a better training staff? Like, are, are these the whole team's got hammy issues? Like, what in the deal? Hydrate. Get him some well, I think get we, him some we, water. Get him some electrolytes. It's ridiculous. What I was uh, Packers, Packers fans, I was watching – you know, the brand new Ahsoka on Disney and Anakin Skywalker says this line. He says, you lack conviction when he's kind of being, you know, just hammering it down. And the Packers coaching staff, to me, lacks the conviction to put down in the Latin of Falcons to kind of tell David Bakhtiari, I, I'm sorry, you're playing. The, Bro, the you know what of- it is? It's like when the Viper was fighting the mountain and the Viper, instead of finishing him off, he kept toying with him. And next thing you know, the, the mountain wakes up and crushes his face. That's pretty much what the Falcons said to super nice Packers yesterday. And, and, this, and Packers fans, maybe you caught yourself feeling like me. I was halfway through the third quarter, up 24, then 12, enjoying life, <laughs> thinking about 2-0. and The Bears are 0-2. I'm thinking the Vikings are 0-2. Packers, this couldn't be any better. And now we're in a dogfight with the Saints coming up next. We'll get to that later in the show. But, Cage, you know, a lot of people are asking – in the DMs, we want to thank everyone for writing in. We always look at your takes and comments. They're asking, what are our thoughts on Joe Barry? Because the defense seemed to also kind of collapse, unable to make a clear, you know, stop. I just, I just, you know, want to give my first takes on the defense is the defense isn't the problem. And there were missed plays. There was the missed 
Quay Walker interception, the Miss Jai Alexander interception. And the D-line, you know, kind of faded in the second half. But I'm actually not going to overly, you know, blow up at Barry this game yet, KJ. No, man, it's too early. Uh, what is, where do you think, and I guess uh, where do you come in? I mean, if A.J. Dillon gets a first down, bro, we win the game. It's not the defense's fault. Like, the defense is the scapegoat, specifically Joe Barry. But really, the responsibility on that game falls on Matt LaFleur, and it falls on A.J. Dillon. It falls on the players out. Like, the team played good enough to win if they didn't completely shoot themselves in the foot. You know, if you have even neutral level coaching, and what I mean by that, by that Packers fans, I'll go through a specific example of how the Packers lost by one and how they would have won if they didn't have boneheaded coaching half the time. It's in the very uh, at first series when the Packers were in field goal range and then somehow, some way, they had a delay of game penalty. It's like what they didn't call a timeout. You know, that's definitely Matt LaFleur's job. It's obviously Jordan Love's job, too, but the head coach has authority over that. And not only that, it moved the field goal from 50 to 55 yards length. So you're like, oh, man, really could have used without done without that. But, hey, let's kick this field goal. Matt LaFleur, after seeing Anders Carson drill a 56-yarder prior in, in the last few weeks in preseason, basically decides to punt despite the, fact, despite the fact he's in a dome and the punt chromes into the end zone you know, we end up giving them like 20 yards of field position. <clears throat> it was a completely like lack of brain situation. And man, if we would have just kicked that field goal, we win. If we don't, what was he thinking? Packers fans like ask. I, I was completely shocked. I was like, <laughs> I'm looking for the angle on this one. I'm trying to understand, but I can't because it doesn't make any sense. I mean, and so like the coaching staff, Joe Barry is not the guy in my opinion, but he's going to be here for, for at least half this year. But it's like LaFleur, bro, you are Here's, the reason we lost. You are the reason we lost. Quay Walker played amazing. You know, you see Packers fans. Uh, Lucas Van Ness is shining out there. Rashawn Gary hold is, is. Hold on, Kate. Okay. I, I got yeah, one point go about what you just said. Bill Belichick, I, I saw an interview with him. He was talking about how the importance of the special teams, right? Why, while he always carries a long snapper on his roster, a specialist, because he believes that these positions, the kicker, the punter, and the long snapper, have become a three-person unit that are specialists. They work together. The punter is now the holder, unlike a quarterback or receiver. He's now the guy working with the kicker every day. They get a ton of reps together, and they can be game-ready and really good. He says because of this, they invest in it, and these guys are getting really good and Belichick always prefers to take the points and trust the specialists why are you know frankly I was watching the Falcons heads coach too scratching my head like this guy's going for it on fourth <laughs> he's down. not the sharpest tool in the shed either like like when that's the other about thing. when he needs a kick and what is it cage with these coaches thinking <laughs> the analytics are so damn smart when it comes to kicking field goals man like these kickers are good yeah, bro, it's it's crazy. I mean, Packers fans, that's the thing. Think about yourself out there. Like, you're probably not a professional head coach, but you probably could have kicked the field goal. You know, you probably might not have been completely outcoached by Atlanta's, I would say, subpar head coach as well, but he was obviously superior than Matt LaFleur in navigating that victory. It, long story short is, for all the first-time listeners, you know, the listeners who've been here a while, you know this, but this is a place you can keep it real. You know, this isn't all negative Nancy. This isn't all down in the dumps. This isn't all doom and gloom, doom loop. This isn't all sunshine and rainbows as well. You know, we, we trust me, we ride the roller coaster just like everybody else, but we also analyze and look at these this trends. This close to two and all. This and, close. And it, well, you gotta be, it all comes back to total responsibility. And that's like a theme of, of this brand, this show, the way we live our lives, the way I would argue, you know, leads to success. And the Packers have been, not accepting and not implementing this total responsibility thing, man. You know, there's, there's just like, if you, if you mess up, just admit you messed up and move like AJ Dillon, you know, it's like, yeah, man, I got to get that every single time. Yeah. I got to get this every single time. Like Matt LaFleur. It's like, bro, be a freaking leader. If you make a mistake, don't let us lose other games that are going to put pressure on Aaron Rodgers. excuse me, Jordan love as his first season after Aaron Rodgers. It's same thing with Jair, my guy, like, you got to make that interception. 
Who are you? You're supposed to be the best quarter in the league. That's in your hands. This isn't, you know, a lot of players. KHK, Koi Walker had a pick last week. He's, you know, he dropped one this week. But this he man the- also had 17 tackles. And I think no. this is a great time to get into our leaders and dog segment. Yes. Where we point out, you know, leaders on the fields, L's and dogs, you know, players that are just eccentric and you know, tenacious at what they do. It's basically like, if you don't understand where this came from, coach prime is taking over college football. He's kind of taken over the football world. Sanders. He doesn't have captains things. I just want to explain this before we get into it for the new listeners. He doesn't have captains that the big captain sees on the Jersey. He has leaders, which have an L symbol and he has dogs, which have a D symbol. And so we thought, Hey, that is awesome. Let's assess those characteristics among Packers players. Uh, so, so we're going to anoint our leaders and we're going to anoint our dogs of the week. Alex, you go first. Give me one Here's leader, my leader. And one dog. Packers fans, I made this observation during the game. He is now calling the plays for the defense this year. That is Quay Walker, who's calling the plays instead of Devondre Campbell, Cage, a change. And he had 17 tackles. That is a leader. He is leading by just throwing his body, being around the ball, really playing through injury. He he took a massive shot on his pick six last week to the dome. Everyone saw that. He came he away played. okay. And he plays. He actually He's tough. played this week. He's mean. I like him as a leader in this defense in the linebacking core. He's probably the best linebacker I could think the Packers have had in the middle in probably my my memory. Uh, let us know I what think you think on that, Packers fans. Last 20 years, bro. Yeah. I mean, like, like, he's been better. You know, I, I mean, Quay Walker has the potential to be the best player on this defense. I know that's going to ruffle some feathers because Jair Alexander is very clearly the best player right now. But it's like, look at Quay Walker's ascension in front of our own eyes. He's truly a sideline to sideline guy. He creates turnovers. He hits the quarterback. You know, he he leads out there. I would argue he's one of those rare guys who's kind of developing into a D and an L. He's a leader and a dog. I mean, he was your dog last week. And, and you know, uh, my dog, right before I let you you take your, your L and D cage, my dog this week is Jaden Reed. Yeah. He also left week one with maybe an injury. I was wondering, is this guy done, right? We saw him, like, kind of come down awkwardly on his knee. No, he's all ready to go. He's in the end zone twice. He's making plays as a rookie, and I love it. A lot of people are drawing Randall Cobb comparisons saying he might even be better. He's very electric. He is looking like a great piece to you know build confidence with love he's out there already developing chemistry kind of outshowing romeo dubs cage uh so far to start the season kind of being the star on the receiving <laughs> core hey you know who's uh both outshining someone is the receivers on the field you know like christian watson is getting outshone by reed and romeo dobbs and frankly luke, luke musgrave as well like christian watson's got to get on the field no ifs, ands, or buts. My leader this week, bro, it's got to go to Jordan Love back-to-back weeks. I mean, he is so calm out there. Packers fans, you probably saw some of these big hits he took. That couldn't have felt great. That could not have felt great. I guarantee he's feeling it this morning. He hung in the pocket and delivered those strikes. He didn't have any help out there. You know, his wingman abandoned him. His number one running back couldn't go. His number one receiver couldn't go. I give Jordan Love a world of respect, and I think so do his teammates. Um, I just only wish they had the same amount of respect for themselves and that they would be there for him. Uh, and I'm speaking about David Bakhtiari, man. I mean, like, I don't, I don't think there's, I don't think I'm being too harsh in saying that. It's like, we're going back to it. If you're not going to get on the field for your quarterback in his first year, when you're making 20 plus million a year, bro, when you're healthy, I, I mean, like, that's not, that's the opposite of leadership, in my opinion. It's the opposite of absolutely. Brother, in my opinion. And, um, I'm just very disappointed in it because it, it very it very much was the difference in yesterday's game. Uh, but in who's, terms who's of your dogs, dog, though, who's your dog? I mean, Quay Walker's a dog. Uh, I, I thought um, I really didn't see any other dogs out there on defense. Maybe a little bit of TJ Slayton. I saw him kind of getting getting uh, passionate out there when he had a good QB hit. You know who else was a dog out there when he was out there was Lucas Van Ness. He w- he blew up like two plays in a row, and then unfortunately he got hit pretty hard on a on a running play or something 
and he had to leave, but he was making impacts out there. He had a t- tackle for loss, uh, but there's no doubt the leaders are, I would say Romeo Dobbs is stepping into a leader as well. Um, you know, Jordan Love is the easy one. AJ, uh, Aaron Dillon is the easy, or excuse me, AJ Jones is the easy one. Aaron Jones is the easy one when he's out there, but he wasn't. Oh. <laughs> and, you know, Jair- Aaron! Yeah. Hey, A-Ron! Hey, A-Ron! Keep it real, bro. Jay Alexander did not have a great game. He did not. No, he have did a not. He did not. He did they not. He was getting kind of torched by London a few times. He got beat by London. And that was, uh, I was shocked by that too. In the end zone, you know, on third downs, you know, he dropped the interception. It just seemed, in my opinion, that he wasn't as engaged. You could kind of see it how with Jair, like the moment he's super locked in week one, he was bouncing around the field, causing may- mayhem on the sidelines. Week two, not that same energy, not that same energy. Maybe, maybe you didn't get the, uh, you know, it's just interesting, Kate. It's just interesting. And sometimes when you're not rolling out there with all your dogs, it could be that for the other players too. You know, it could be a little confidence hit. Like they're like, okay, I have to try a little harder. You know maybe they're of? trying to pull themselves out. You know what this reminds me of? It almost reminds me of if there's any Bucks fans listening in, Milwaukee Bucks fans. <laughs> it's like the Bucks thought they could just get away with sitting Giannis in the playoffs. They thought, oh, you know, he, he's like 90% healthy, so we'll just sit him so he can be 100% healthy for the second It always round. comes back to bite and you. Then, and then you're like, well, actually, is it 90% good enough? And aren't these games pretty important? And it's like that's the NBA playoffs where you have – an 82 game regular season yes but in the playoffs you know you only had like four games in that series you only had four to seven games in that series the packers they don't have the luxury of an 82 game season and load managing and just resting guys like we have 17 games and last year it came down to one game it did if you remember the detroit lions game at the end of the year where we came up short maybe we shouldn't have been messing around and getting blown out week one you know because that would have been the difference between us going to the playoffs potentially we should have closed this game week two against that atl you know like hey, come on hey, man. that's that's what that's we're saying to matt lafleur it's like lafleur's just gotta elevate bro i mean like like you have a competent qb you've got an exceptional qb here you've got an amazing defense and you've got defense a is of- very fun to watch this year overall packers fans this is my good pack let's get into our good pack bad pack yeah. segment cage where we talk about one good thing one bad thing about the team just kind of general more specific is my good Packers is how fun is the defense to watch people on the defense are finally aggressive they're attacking the offensive players and it really started that way for Green Bay in the first half I saw the defense kind of lose their their mojo in the second half and it starts on the D line it always does with teams Kenny Clark when he was, you know, balling in the first game, half, yeah. when Wyatt was balling in the first half, things were going great. Gary, multiple times, kind of coming up short. I, I think the Packers have to do Bro, better, split. need a better response from their, you know, D-line. That D-line, it kind of gets to, you know, a big pass, too. They, they have well, way too the much thing. talent to not the other eat thing. that Falcons team up. Another brutal truth. Another brutal truth. They, they were gashed on rushing yards. Yeah, go ahead. Bro, that's not even brutal. Okay, that's just, like, easy. The brutal truth is that, you know, if you're out there in the field and you're a superhuman athlete like Rashawn Gary is and a guy like Desmond Ritter is running away and he's faster than you, that's sad. You know, like because I know Gary can chase him down like you're not telling me that Gary can't chase down Desmond Ritter from behind. And if you if you respectfully disagree, then that's cool. You know, we we respectfully disagree on that one. But like. Gary, man, he just didn't have like the closing burst. He didn't maybe go 100%. Like, who knows? Yeah, it looked like he wasn't it's also just, with bro, the same getting... energy of the first week. You know what I'm saying, Cage? Not, like, not at all. But like he the got team. smoked by Desmond Ritter, oh, quarterback, Twice. bro. And he ain't Mike Fake. He ain't Mike Fake. <laughs> I, I mean, know. Like, like, that is just keeping it brutally truthful. You know, like it's also I know. not Bijan Robinson. You know, I think you know oh, on the highlights obvious. you'll we're see. We're not guys, saying we're not yeah. saying we expect Sean Gary to to run and chase down Bijan Robinson from behind. No one expects that. It's a quarterback, and he's not Mike Vick. If well, you know here's what I mean. the greatest, the greater thing, and this might be my bad Packers, Packers fans, is that I feel after seeing now Elton Jenkins leave the game week two. We'll hopefully he's back and he's got an MCL strain, uh, sprain apparently. 
is that I, I don't know. I don't know if you can pay guys with knee injuries. I wouldn't. I'm. I think if I was a GM, I might look at Rashawn Gary and say that price. So it's a prove you it. You need man. to cut it's it. It's a prove it deal. You're not. You're not making the decision on Rashawn Gary yet. The truth is, it is nothing about the knee. If Rashawn Gary can go out and get 12 sacks, you're throwing him a fat deal because it's the most in uh, demand skill other than throwing a football. You got to be able to rush the quarterback. So it's like you can't make blatant, blatant broad brush statements like that. Like Elton Jenkins, he got hurt. We lost him. David Bakhtiari, we all know what we said about him. He's got to be on the field. Rashawn Gary just didn't have it. He got beat. You know, he looked terrible. A lot of player, a lot of people on Twitter were, were kind of coming at us a little bit because we said he needed to get those tackles and they said oh he was injured he was injured it's like you know how many millions of dollars these guys are making that was my point about how much anybody cares it's like do you know how much anybody cares that he was injured outside of pack that was my point literally nobody nobody. (laughs) they're expected to make plays at the highest level and if you can't they're going to put other guys in who can and they're going to reward the guys who can so it's like there's nothing wrong with having a high standard for Rashawn gary just to settle that with packers fans for a sec but Man, I mean, just like so much leaving it on the table, right? Like you're kind of leaving it on the field a little bit. Uh, yeah, I mean. I want to say a couple of players that I saw also. This is a couple other good pack. And then maybe you can hit it with your good package. Is I see a lot of effort this season from Darnell Savage and Rudy Ford actually making decent plays. Like I know Savage got burned on that one play. But he was flying across the field and, like, luckily saved a touchdown. Uh, There's many times on the final play of the game where Savage at least flew in there trying to make the guy stop behind the line. Like, where was the rest of the team? Um, Rudy Ford always trying to get himself in the the mix cage. What what is your good Packers this week and, I guess, your bad Packers? Well, good Packers, Jordan Love. Um, he played unbelievable. He's inspiring out there. But but yes, Ellen Jenkins did get a sprained MCL. And I'm looking at it right now. He says he felt like it had, the turf might have had something to do with it because his foot got caught, but also said wrong place, wrong time. It's like Elton Jenkins is hopeful that his season is not over. And we're immediately looking to the turf as an excuse. Like, I've played on turf. Alex, you've played on turf. A lot of our listeners are playing on turf. It's perfectly flat. You know what I'm saying? So it's like if you really want to make excuses on excuses on micro excuses on deeper excuses on more and more excuses, it's like you're going to attract. Yeah, eventually you're going to end up at the turf. (laughs) It's like blaming the the racket, you know, in ping pong or or in tennis, right? Or like the golf club. Yeah, right, exactly. like, it's like blaming the golf club, or it's like, oh, like you look at the, the guy slices his golf driving the woods. You know, funny, it's like, oh, man, club's funny. Um, I don't know, man. It's, it's like one of the things that could really hurt the Packers is their, uh, they just got to toughen up, bro. They got to toughen up. But, but any final thoughts, Alex, before we, we give away this jersey? Final thoughts are I'm so pleased with Jordan Love where despite these things, Packers fans, that we're just kind of you know pointing about this game because it really frustrates us dropping this one-point win that was in the bag, right? Those hurt really bad. Uh, Got to have some accountability is terribly. that Jordan yeah. Love is the quarterback of the future. We want to thank everyone who is DM'd, entered this contest. We're seeing the enthusiasm behind our young quarterback. I'm so pumped. I hope you are. He looks poised. He looks like a Padawan, like, you know, ready for the trials cage. He is so calm and cool in the pocket. I couldn't be more excited to give away this jersey to a lucky fan. Uh, how about yourself? I mean, man, I see the potential. I see the potential in the offense. I see the potential in the defense. I see the potential in Jordan Love. And it's just, it, we've got to put it together, man. And whose job is it to put it together? It's Matt LaFleur's. It's Joe Barry's. It's Rick Bisaccia's. They've got to do it. And, uh, yeah, man, let, let's give away this jersey and let's do some around the NFL before wrapping up. Absolutely. Without further ado, the winner, here we go. Hold on, just one, sec, just one second. Yep. Go ahead, yep. Fans, if you don't win... We just, we just want to thank you for all the entries. If you don't win, do not be um, upset. Do not be, uh, you know, d- don't worry. There's going to be plenty of contests. To come. Already got our next one in mind, we, right? We got our next one in mind. We may or may not Super have been talking sick. about the guy on today's pod. 
um, there are going to be many chances to win. Don't we get discouraged. That, that's what I was looking <laughs> for. Like, like there can only be one winner. We want to thank everyone for participating. Do not get discouraged. Um, you know, if you don't win, there will be more chances to win in the future. Alex, let's give away this jersey. Drum roll, please. Packers fans, your winner of the Jordan Love official jersey, $140 plus value is... Nicole Stone at Nicole Stone 03. Congratulations. Looks like she's a Packers fan from Phoenix, Arizona. Packers fans, thank you everyone for entering. Nicole, please send us your shipping info and jersey size so we can get that to you. We are going to be running more contests, as KJ said, as the season goes on. So do not go anywhere. Make sure to tell a friend about the show because... Hey, we may be counting double entries in the future for that. Let's talk around the NFL. I think it's important to start with what we saw Monday night. First running out with the flag, the most epic intro of possibly all time. Aaron Rodgers on the Jets to all of a sudden disdain. Hey, man, the disdain comeback. in New York. But the comeback the- is all, always greater than the setback. And but it's, it's not disdain, bro. It's agony. Disdain is when you don't like something or you have disdain towards someone else. That's not really what people are feeling for Rodgers. They have they're in agony because they they just got a Super Bowl caliber quarterback and they have a great defense and great offensive weapons. And then Zach Wilson just threw three picks last night and they lost. So it's like, yeah, I mean, all I have to say about New York's I know Packers fans, they, they don't mind spending a moment on Rodgers, but we don't want to spend too much time on it is the comeback is greater than the setback. Rodgers is having an innovative procedure. He had the same guy who worked on Kobe Bryant's Achilles do his. Technology's advanced about five, six years since then. And no one knows. No one truly knows, but Rodgers approached it the right way. He said, look, I know there's a million doubters out there. I know there's even more than that than I can count. But that's exactly what I need right now. I need everybody telling me I can't do it because in those dark times in the coming months, I'm going to need that to get me through and I'll see you on the other side. That's basically what I said. And man, I'm pumped. Like, I don't really expect anything at this point, but I do want to see a Rodgers redemption story. Oh, just the way you're painting it made me, made me think about the dark room, the dark room <laughs> over the off season. You won't be going back to that one. Yeah. Maybe the dark room was too far, Packers fans. Uh, but let, let's get to the general around the NFL. In the division, the Dolphins cage, 2-0. Jets, 1-1. Bills, 1-1. Patriots, 0-2. Dolphins, we've kind of talked about it. They're loaded. Uh, how, how do you see them playing out this season? I mean, Dolphins are talented, bro. You know, they, they they are a talented team. It's like, will the quarterback kind of be good enough? That's kind of what I think about them. Talent is everywhere you look out there, whether it's in, in the glue guys like Alec Ingold, whether it's in the top shelf guys like Tyree Kill making 30-some a year. They've got it. They've got a good defense. They've got a decent offensive line. They've got speedsters. They've got playmakers. But I'm hesitant about the quarterback. We shall see. We shall see. Uh, speaking of do not have it, the Chargers are 0-2, and the Broncos also 0-2 with a point differential of minus 3. Imagine losing back-to-back weeks like the Falcons lost, Packers fans. That's brutal. That's what the Broncos are going through with Sean Payton in his first two games. Cage, the Chiefs bounce back with a win. They're 1-1. Raiders also 1-1. That division, I expect the Chiefs to kind of command now that Kelsey's back. Any thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, we all knew the Chiefs are going to ball, man. It's just like, look at the quarterback, right? It'll tell you a lot. Look yep. at the head coach, right? That'll tell you a lot. Andy Reid, Matt LaFleur. Huh, I wonder if there's a difference there. Also yeah, surprising, Bengals 0-2, KJ. Bengals starting off the season 0-2. You know what's going on in there, man? Do you know what's going on in there? No, no, no. You know what's going on there, bro? You got You got two things. You've got a lot of contract talk on Cincinnati's side, and you've got a lot of early season Lamar Jackson on Baltimore's side. Not late season Lamar Jackson, not late season Joe Burrow. This is early Lamar Jackson and contract talk. It's like I expect the the Bengals to kind of, you know, go right this year. Maybe lose like one or two games from here on out. Yeah, I don't expect. Uh, I mean, look at the competition, bro. How many quarterbacks are in Joe Burrow's league? As we saw, 
not very many. I'll be I'll be honestly genuinely surprised if they're not good this year. Then in the AFC South, Jaguars, Colts, Titans, all one and one. Texans, zero and two. Looks like they'll be headed for another high pick. Do they have it? I'm not sure. Jaguars cage. I think that division is kind of. We'll see what comes out, right? Like, I, you don't know, sleep on the Jags, bro. Don't sleep. I, I might. I might. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, NFC East: Cowboys two and zero, Eagles two and zero, Commanders two and zero. Speaking Giants of that, came back one and one. The Giants came back to beat the Cardinals after getting clowned on at halftime. Cage, what do you see in this division? The Giants, I mean, I don't believe in them. It, like, you know what I see, bro? I see the Cowboys looking very strong. But once again, kind of like the Bengals, this is early season Cowboys we're talking about. Late season Cowboys and early season Cowboys are two completely different teams. I mean, Micah Parsons is probably the early pick to win defensive player of the year. I don't know if there's a pass rusher in the game as good as him. Maybe Nick Bosa. Maybe Bosa's better. He's an exciting guy to watch, man. But uh, I kind of think it's going to be the Cowboys and Eagles in that one. But don't sleep on the Redskins. They've got a great defensive line, <laughs> and they've got a lot of sacks. The skins? Um, Alex, let's, 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 hit these, let's hit these last ones pretty quick, man, because then I want – right before the end, I want to get your uh, – what would you offer for Jonathan Taylor just before we wrap oh, up? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so let's, let's, let's quick wrap up, Packers fans. NFC West, 2-0, 49ers. They're kind of the team to watch. Rams, 1-1. Seahawks, 1-1. Cardinals, 0-2. NFC North, the Packers are 1-1. Lions, 1-1. Vikings and Bears down bad, 0-2 each. And the NFC South, Falcons and Buccaneers, 2-0 each. Saints, 1-0. Panthers, 0-1. This is going to be fun, Cage. Final thoughts on the Jonathan Taylor. You, you want to know what I would offer for Jonathan would, Taylor? Would you make an offer now? I, I know we we have we're a completely different, um, you know, kind of mindset before the season when it looked like our team was going to be I, healthy. But would you make an offer? I would. I would. I would and, too. And here, here's why, Packers fans. Here's why. Jonathan Taylor is our shot at redoing the TJ Watt. There was no chance of the Steelers ever letting go of TJ Watt. But somehow, in the way in which we mess up kind of the second round drafting, kind of decided we'll take A.J. Dillon. And like, you know, I know Taylor went before him, but kind of settling with the Dillon pick, that always frustrated me, is Cage. And then going to get an opportunity to go and get JT, who has somehow opened up his availability looking for a new home, bring him back to Wisconsin. He has the best feet, the best vision. He doesn't run into guys. I think that's what the Packers are missing. And we, we saw it. Aaron Jones plays his heart out when he's out there. He's a beast. But, like, truly, let's send Dylan the other way and let's get JT on this roster and then let's let these young receivers have a lot of fun. I mean, it'll be great having two RBs. That's one thing the Falcons did have much you know, better RB player than the Packers. What would you offer? And I, you know, or- man, I, I don't want to offer the Jets second rounder. I think um, if you offer the Jets second rounder, you got to get a third back. I think I would be comfortable offering like AJ Dillon and a third at max. You know, I don't want to offer a second unless you get something significant back. But, but like you said, times change. And I do believe the pack, uh, man, I just wish we, you know, we had, I just wish we had more of these guys who like are so in love with winning that they just hate losing. You know, and it's like I don't really get that vibe yet from the squad. Um, I, I do get that vibe from Quay. I get that from Quay. Uh, yeah, I get that from Quay. But like, man, everyone else is just he's, kind of he's used out to there. winning. Kate, he's used to winning at championship level. That's why he was always frustrated last season. I mean, this man is on his revenge tour. Should be exciting, Packers fans. Thank you think, for yeah. rocking with us. Let's go towards a championship. Let's go let's, towards a championship. Let's go through a championship. And, uh, we have Packers and Saints coming up next week, Packers fans. Do not miss that. Keep your eyes glued to Ike Packers. Thank you so much for listening in. Your homework this week, text this show to a friend, just one friend. Let's spread the love, spread the community. Let's get that Packers banter going. We're yep. keeping it real out here. Yep, Packers fans, Sunday noon kickoff at the Saints versus the Saints at home, home opener. Prediction now? Prediction? Oh, man. 
Saints are going to be tough. Zach Bond, friend of the show, he's in Green Bay. Should be absolutely a blast cage. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe. Uh, I think uh, the Packers see what he's win. up to. But the Packers oh, at home. Let's see if they can pull out with the dub. I don't know. I don't know. This 24, is a wedge point. This is another trap game. Twenty. You think twenty four fourteen? Twenty four fourteen. Okay. I think it's going to be closer. I think it's going to be twenty seventeen Packers. Uh, I'll take them as well. Um, but I think it's another trap game, just like the Falcons, where if you can't close out the Saints, they will come and beat you in Lambeau. They will. <sighs> it's not even that, man. It's are you going to beat yourself or are you going to beat the other team? <laughs> Packers beat themselves yesterday. And Let's get this dub. We got to beat the-, the other team. Like, it's the freaking Saints. Let's get this win, like you said. Exactly. Let's, Let's get this dub. Packers fans. Thank you for getting this dub as well. We appreciate all of you out there in community. If you want to help the show, the number one way to do that is to text it to a friend. Just say, hey, check out this Ike Packers podcast or check out this Packers podcast. Uh, let them know what you think. Leave a five-star review. Another way, to, great way to help the show. We're going to be doing more giveaways. And, you know, live tweeting is always a hell of a time. So, KJ, thank you for coming on the show. Packers fans, go Pack Go. Go Pack Go forever. If you enjoyed this episode of the Ike Packers podcast and want to help the show, please subscribe, tell a friend, and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. This is how we can continue to give great value to you. As always, till next time, Packers fans, go go. Don't